Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Just one question this week, and it comes via email from Derek in San Diego. Hi, all. What horror movies were you most surprised that you liked upon first watch? Thanks, Derek. I'm I'm sure a lot that Megan and Xena have assigned me over the years are ones I was surprised <laughs> that I liked upon first watch. Uh, none, nothing personal, none that specifically jump out, um, because there have been a lot. We watched a lot of movies. Yeah, uh, did you do that? I mean, maybe like the vigil is a good example of all of a sudden, like not knowing what to expect and being like, oh, my God, this is an awesome movie. Um, But but I think probably more than anything, it was X. I knew nothing about it going in. I'm sure Megan or Zena had mentioned it was coming out or mentioned it in the news up until that point. And I, you know, it sat in the back of my head. And it was like, because there's so many movies. Like, and I don't go to the theaters that much. And then one day my wife's like, hey, let's go to a movie. And I was like, that's not a thing we do, but okay, what do you want to see? And <laughs> X had just come out. And I'm like, what's it about? It sounds familiar. And she's like, I don't know. It's like about, it's like a slasher movie about people filming a porn on a farm or whatever. I'm like, okay, let's go see it. And it's amazing if you've seen it because we've talked about it many times before. Did we do the deep dive here or was that a, a Patreon exclusive? Patreon. we might have to post like that here was. at some point yeah yeah uh but there's just so many levels to the story itself and it was one of those where because we're talking about it afterwards just being like oh my god and then there, there was like this part and they were kind of like this and th- like normally i don't dissect horror that way when i watch it but i did with x and really enjoyed doing it and yeah. it really surprised me more than anything else like what i had just seen and barbarian but for different reasons <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, now that I've given three answers, how about you, Megan? 
Barbarian was like probably the most recent just because mm. the marketing for that one was so generic and secret, you know, mm. that I thought it was going to be like a run-of-the-mill horror movie and it caught me off guard. But to, to not double up, the other one that, that came to mind was The Lore because yeah. I thought... Polish mermaid musical is definitely a thing. And then I watched it and I was absolutely blown away. I love this movie with every fiber of my being. Uh, I'm a sucker for fairy tales in general of the horror variety, but I just, where they built that and where they ended it, it was just, yeah, I did the boohoo crybaby thing at the end of that. Like, that was so good. So, yeah. Um, I have a lot of those. Um, uh-huh. Barbarian, yes, you know, but yeah. um, I'll just stick to just giving three and I, I'll go with something a little bit more recent. For me, I'm going to say Smile, surprisingly. Mm. Like, I remember telling you guys, I skipped the trailer. Um, yeah. I came I across some people tweeting about it and they were like, it's so good. It's, you know, you're going to be woo. <laughs> and I was like, mm, am I? You know, but um, yeah. I was, you know, whatever that, that was that I just said. Um, then another one, um, Wish Upon from 2017. I know it's marketed like it's a teen movie, like a teen horror, and it is. But mm-hmm. it just has such a cool, like, mythological background going on. And it's just like, whoa, it's just very well layered. And I just, I don't know, like, this, you find a box and you're just getting wishes. And, I mean, who wouldn't want to, you know, you you try it just a little bit. You'd make a little wish, you know, here and there. And then the last one, I'm gonna, I'm going to go with Winchester. I didn't think that I would like the movie at all. Like, I remember watching the trailer. It wasn't yeah. because of the actors. Like, it has, like, a really great cast. But I really, really enjoyed that one. Hmm. One of my major disappointments was the last time, I think maybe the only time I've been out to San Jose, didn't even realize the Winchester house was out there. And I totally yeah. had a day for work when I could have gone out and done it. And I didn't even put two and two together. That's where it was. That was in Texas for some reason. Don't know why. Maybe Winchester gun. You're like tri- Texas guns. Yeah. That, that's kind of my <laughs> assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of unfounded assumptions, welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Podcast. Everyone, the podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things in the horror world. And to help us discuss the disgusting, you know her as the movie critic for Bloody Disgusting, horror movie fanatic and journalist, Megan Navarro. Hey, Megan. Hey. And you know her from her YouTube channel and website Real Queen of Horner, Infant Love for the genre Zena Dixon. Hey, Zena. Hi. Hi. And I'm John. <laughs> if you're listening to this on a Wednesday when the episode drops, we hope your week's been filled with all the best kinds of horror. And if not, we're going to do a quick on the table for the movies, books, games, or anything else in horror that are making the three of us smile right now. Maybe there'll be things that'll make you smile too. So, Zena, what's been filling your heart this week? The horror of Dolores Roach on Amazon. I didn't even know there were turning this or adapting this until i saw the trailer and i was like oh another podcast i got adapted that wasn't mine (laughs) it's a fantastic podcast though so all credit to them i could not wait to see this one i was really excited about it um so yeah it's basically about this woman named dolores roach she's released um from prison um after spending 16 years 16 you know um in there and then you know when she comes out her life is completely different she's uh staying with a friend in his basement and you know she just wants to better her life she wants to be a masseuse and she's just you know trying to do better um empanadas are involved i'm not a fan of empanadas so i wasn't like i'm not you know i like beef patties they're like similar but i don't know there's just something about i don't know you probably get more into cuban food i I don't know I, i don't think i tried it 
I don't think I tried Cuban food, but I tried it like empanadas like a couple of times. And people's mm. like, no, you need the one with cilantro. And it's like, I don't no. really like No, you don't. <laughs> but what, I think you need the guava and cheese one, the one that Dolores likes. Oh, like yeah, that one is amazing. Right? <laughs> but yeah, so this is um, inspired by the popular Sweeney Todd musical. Um, again, this woman, she's fresh out of prison and she lives in Washington Heights. Um, New York City. What's so weird is sometimes when I tell people like, oh, man, because, you know, I'm from New York. I'm from even though, you know, New York is considered where I live upstate, but it's not. It's like right there. OK, um, whenever <laughs> I tell people like, oh, you know, when I see movies or shows like serious like this, I'm like, oh, it reminds me of home. And then uh-huh. I realize how it sounds like, no, I'm not a drug dealer and I didn't know any drug dealers. But, you know, it's okay. but like the street. Yeah. Right, right. You know. So anyway. Yes. Yeah, so again, this woman, she's just trying to put her life together. Um, just moving, you know, fast forward, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but if you've seen Sweeney Todd, I'm pretty sure that you know exactly what happens. At first it starts off as an accident, you know, a little, you know, a little accident, kind of self-defense type of thing. Um, and then, yeah, these empanadas just become a hit. Um, so yeah, point is, the reason why I mentioned the empanadas is because I would never have stopped by to eat them. So I wouldn't be a cannibal personally. So that makes me feel, <laughs> that makes me feel really good, you know, but over time... <laughs> What would be your Achilles heel for snacks Ooh. that would turn you to cannibalism? Honestly, either smoothies. I know that, that that sounds boring, um, but it's true because I, I feel like wherever I go, I always have to try smoothies. Or I'm really into like noodles. Like there's this place around where I live. It's called Mr. Hot Pot. And it is oh. such a good time. Okay. You make your own noodles. So yeah, that's how you could get Mr. me. Mr. Hot Pot even sounds like a cannibal restaurant. Possibly, the ingredients are right there. So. I, don't, I don't think a meat smoothie will sell you, but like <laughs> Hot Pot, Mr. Mr. Human Hot Pot, yeah, Mr. Human. We said it was bone broth. We didn't say where the bones were from. All right, well, it's right, this is sound, I, I would rather not know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, um, again, so once, you know, Dolores gets started, you know, with these uh, murders, you know, she just pretty much becomes a serial killer. But, you know, it's due to her circumstances, but she's still a serial killer, okay? But this one is funny. I love the dialogue. I love the music. I love the pacing of it. You know, it's just bloody. It's fun, you know? I love, like, the guest appearances on this on the series. And it's super short. It was just such an easy watch. Like, I literally finished it in a day because I'm an animal. And I couldn't <laughs> stop, you know? So, yeah, if you want to uh, check it out, again, it's available on Amazon Prime. And then I checked out uh, this series called Night Visions from 2001. It's available on YouTube. I remember um, watching it on cable. I think it was used to be on, like, on Sci-Fi. Anyway, it's um, an anthology series, and it's kind of similar to The Twilight Zone. There are some tales that are, like, supernatural. Some is just more, like, people are just terrible type of stories, you know? Um, And there's, like, two different stories within one episode. So, but, yeah, I had a really good time with it, um, rewatching it. One of my favorite episodes involves a dead body, voodoo, and a hole. That sounds so weird, but that's, that's what that is. So, yeah, it's available for free, you know, on YouTube if you want to check it out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. How about you, Megan? <laughs> oh my day. We'll just pretend there was a massive first. delay in the in the feed and that's why it took me so long to say yeah, anything. Like, yeah. I, like whose turn is it next? Dun dun dun. dun. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Um so I was in that phase of endless scrolling like i'm in the mood for something i haven't seen before but i don't know what that something is and it wound up being the new daughter which i I watched on prime video i think it's available in a variety of things that is the 2009 movie with uh kevin costner where he is a single dad who moves his two children into a rural south carolina super nice farmhouse looking place um but his daughter is hitting that teen year. She's really angry about being uprooted. And oh, by the way, there's a hole uh, in a giant mound in their backyard that um, kind of leads to her having some strange behavior. This is directed by Aliso Berdejo, who is one of the writers behind Rec, Record, however you want to say that, the uh, Spanish found footage thriller that we all adore, and also Quarantine. Um, and that probably explains why the teen daughter is the daughter from Pan's Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. So that's some nice crossover. I, I can't say that I absolutely adore this movie, um, because I do think, I don't know what it is. Kevin Costner has a very kind of sleepy acting style Mm -hmm. and I don't really think he likes horror so much because he's not really (laughs) done a whole lot of horror, you know, like dragon with dragonfly was the only other one I could think of. And that's not really either there's a little bit of genre overlap there um this one's definitely horror because there are some weird creaturey things in in that mound that they don't really ever explain they kind of look like mole people but they keep making ant references i was gonna say are they ant people i remember that movie are they like (laughs) ant people they i don't know because they have weird hole mouths like they're not ants i don't don't know i don't want do what (laughs) I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I bet the whole modes are weird. They they are weird. And they don't show you the creatures too often, which is also a good thing. It has, I don't know. It's, it's this really interesting vibe where you can see where in 2009, they didn't really know what to do with it because it is a, a, a bigger budget, like theatrical release that just, they kind of hid and mm-hmm. didn't really market. So that's why it's such a, kind of undiscovered movie because it didn't really get a proper release and here we are now inundated with movies left and right um i feel like the closest thing i can compare it to is probably the hollow the uh irish creature feature oh very it's very similar but i feel like the hollow does it a lot better this one is more quiet and subdued and more like what does a single dad do when he's got a teen daughter going through hormonal adolescence but they don't lean into that yeah, they don't really lean into it. They kind of get caught between let's do this teen metaphor and let's do the creature feature and both of them are a little bit underserved. It's still fascinating. It's still an interesting 2009 late, you know, kind of early t- 2010s horror. Um, and it's it's kind of like there's potential that I like. There's some atmospheric moments that I like, but it's overall go watch The Hollow instead. Um, and then for a movie that I have seen before, but it happened to be turning 35 and I just like it, um, Phantasm 2, which is 
not on streaming. I think you could probably rent it on VOD though. Um, I have the Shout or the Scream Factory Blu-ray, so that's where I watched it. This was 1988, um, and this one is one that kind of, I don't know, Zena. You're a Phantasm franchise fan. I don't know if you're. I know, like when this first came out, because it was Universal and because they recast the actor who played Mike and they mm-hmm. replaced him with uh, James LaGrosse, I know that was a huge sticking point for fa- Phantasm fans for a long time. Like, yeah. I don't know if, if consensus has changed on this one or if people are still anti Phantasm 2 because of that and because, you know, the studio interference kind of meant Don Coscarelli yeah. couldn't go full dreamy with this Mm -hmm. one like he did with the original but i really like it and i really like it because i feel like the story is a little bit more coherent and less beholden to dream logic not that that's a bad thing but the real reason i like it is because it is got that studio budget and it does have a whole lot of special effects that they couldn't really do before yeah i guess a little bit after i think that the rest of the series is scrappier which is also fun but i like all the goopy yellow blood and monster stuff and the kills so yeah yeah, as for plot it's just more it turns this more into a road trip movie which i love Mm -hmm. road trip horror so mike is released from the psychiatric hospital after the events of the first movie reteams with reggie mike has a connection dream connection to a woman and then they're all trying to convene and stop the tall man so yeah it's i don't know i really like it i don't know if that's an unpopular opinion that's my long-winded rant of of getting at but i really like it no i'm right there with you i know i know more people who don't like it like they don't even consider it a part of the franchise right yeah but i just feel like it feels truly like you know like a 90s movie it has that feel to and maybe because i would watch it a lot as a kid because it would come on tv a lot yeah um so but i mean i like it as well so i think it fits the franchise personally yeah i think they all do and then you know like that they they continue that motif and introduce Rocky in part three, which is so awesome. So so two two has, but I, I do think I'm with you. Like I I watched this one more as a kid. That was probably the one I got introduced to, and then I mm-hmm. went back and watched the first one. So that could factor into it. I don't know. So yeah. I just think it's funny that there are people out there who would have the 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 pure hubris and audacity and ego to say. I don't consider this a part of the franchise. Yeah. What does that mean? I I mean, I get loyalty because this was one that forced Don, you know, I'd read something and I'm trying to remember where, where Don Coscarelli like was approached to do the sequel. He'd never really done a sequel. He didn't know what to do for a Mm -hmm. sequel. And then from then on, it was just kind of probably an unpleasant experience for him because now Universal's involved and now he doesn't have the full creative control over his own franchise anymore mm-hmm. um at least for the sequel I think that that clearly changed for part three on and then you know the actors forced to be recast like so two of the first the there's like three main actors in in the franchise right and two of them were not allowed mm-hmm. to be part of it and one of them was recast with somebody who was more commercial you know Brad Pitt actually auditioned to play Mike I don't know what his no. audition was like to to you know lose out to James LaGrosse there, but yeah, so yeah. I can understand why it's a little bit of a controversial entry in the franchise. Mm-hmm. It's doesn't affect me, and maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I like it. 
it's like I kind of feel that way. Like I understand where the person's coming from, but then at the same time, it's just kind of like, does that help you sleep better at night? You know, I don't really think it matters. Because, yeah, especially not now. Yeah, because like I know, like when it comes to Night of the Demons, I know the one like that remake. I yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm not saying like I love part one, love part two, part three is cool, but then that other one, it's just I kind of just ignore it. Like if I'm if I'm ever doing like a a marathon type of thing, it's just not. Yeah. So there. I Your mean. Rules. I can't imagine that anyone has listened to this show recently or over the course of the last 160, whatever, however many episodes, just heard you say you like Phantasm 2 and is like, well, I disagree. That's just wrong when we have literally only talked about things that we like and support for the last three years. I have to imagine people will be like, yeah, I don't like it. And then yeah. move on because yeah. that's just an easier way to live. Yeah. Speaking of easy ways to live, I watched Paramount Plus to play catch-up and started with 2022's Men, hmm. which was not easy. <laughs> a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. That was the only synopsis IMDb gave, so I had to add something else. Come on. <laughs> only to find that the getaway she needed would lead her into a twisted nightmare. See, that just feels like it's got something more to it. And it's mildly accurate. So I I really loved, like, 90% of this movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, you know, so... You know how there's movies that are metaphors that are metaphors, like, under layers? Yeah. This is not one of those. Oh, no. Yeah, this one literally tells you what it, well, not literally, but pretty much tells you what it is. And it, it, it the ending, because I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Again, anyone who has Paramount Plus now has access to Showtime, so you have access to all kinds of more horror content, or all kinds of horror content out there, like men, like what I'm about to talk about next. Um, but this one, again, no spoilers, it's more that, I liked so much until the end that it was just one of those things where it was like, oh, okay. Like, I wasn't mad. I didn't think they ruined it. Obviously, the movie is exactly, or I assume the movie is what they set it out to be. That it wasn't suddenly like they did a focus group and like, but how about we do this ending that involves a lot of visual stuff for, for a bit. Um, but I, but I, Beyond that, beyond it just kind of be like, oh, okay, that's the ending. I did really like the movie. Like Rory Kinnear, who basically plays the male, the one of, I think, only two different males. I don't even know if there's a, another actor in or male actor in it. Um, it is fantastic. Like what he has to do, like as far as like the range. And yes, there's some CGI in like certain situations, but just generally speaking, more or less putting on a one man show. And just the different portrayals and the different levels of emotion and everything I thought was fantastic. Um, I don't even want to talk about the overall, like the undertones or anything like that. I thought, I thought all the performances were really strong. There's some really brutal stuff in it. That's just kind of like, Oh wow. They, all right. This is, this is way harsher than I thought this was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some great scares. There's some great tension it's some of it in broad daylight. The night stuff is really great too, though. Um, 
it was just one of those movies where I was like, ah, uh, all right. <laughs> like I'll, I'll still get, you know, I'll still give it another watch. I still liked it. I still think it's a really good film. It's just, it's a perfect example of when there's, if you go too long without answers, I think it's hard to provide an answer to the audience that feels satisfying a lot of the time. Like if you don't get more hints along the way, maybe there were a ton of hints that I did not pick up on because I'm dumb. That's a real strong possibility, I'm told. But I, I think just generally speaking, it was like because he didn't really know what was going on to the very, very end that it kind of got to the point where I couldn't stop but wonder what was going on instead of just enjoying the ride. And then, it, well, you know, and then it was fine. So <laughs> I'd still say go check it out. I liked it. I mean, I think I'm assuming at least Megan has seen this. I mean, I, I, I've seen it. It's just that it's, I, I think it's a good movie too, but it did stress me out. Like I was yeah. while watching it and frustrated, yeah. but it's a good movie like to experience. If you like suspense, you're going to get plenty of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so go check it out. Uh, and then I watched finally, I don't know why it took me so long, but I finally watched 2022's Pearl also available on Paramount Plus. In 1918, a young woman on the brink of madness pursues stardom in a desperate attempt to escape the drudgery, isolation, and lovelessness of life on her parents' farm. See, good for you, Synopsis. That's whoever wrote the men's Synopsis. Come on, that's, do, do that one. Um, it's the Mia Goth show. Like, if I I don't know, did Pearl miss awards show season or is it eligible for the next one? It was last year. So the fact yeah. that Mia Goth wasn't nominated, the Academy can go F itself. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like between one of the longest monologues, one take monologues I've seen in, I don't know how long to literally the last seconds of the film like the 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 range both from Ty West in creating what's ostensibly a modern take on a movie from the 1940s like kind of mishmashed it, it is like it was it was really good i mean for me it was really about Mia Goss performance because it did not have the same feeling of linear storytelling that X did to me it felt a little bit more like what's going to happen? Like what's going to happen? Whereas X was a slasher movie, right? Like it kind of, yes, there was other things, but like the, the, it felt like more of a straight line to follow in this. I was kind of like, Oh God, like what do I think of her? Like, like my opinions of her kept changing and the characters around her kept changing. So like it was crafted just a little bit more stylistically, um, which I think I just wasn't expecting, but ultimately really like too and when it was over my wife said so they're gonna make another one of these right in between pearl and no between pearl and x i said yeah maxine happens after x she goes there's a lot going on between pearl and x that they could dive into like yeah they probably could build out that universe over the decades i would like to see it i kind of like that it's a jump because you pretty much see how she was in Pearl and then you understand who she is in X. So now it's, it's time to go back to you know, Maxine. I mean, she sustained a lot for 60 years. 
in in the time between Pearl and X. Like, I feel like was she just like literally kept on the farm that entire time? I don't. Know, I, I don't want to spoil anything. See, I was just about to start going down a rabbit hole of, of stuff that happened. But go watch Pearl if you don't have Paramount Plus. Go buy it on VOD. It's it's great. I can't wait to see Maxine now. Like to see how the the just the filmmaking styles changed so much between X and Pearl. Like I want to see what Maxine's going to be. I hope it's just, I hope it's kind of like a sleazy '80s type, like New York Times Square feel. It'll be awesome. I like that you know absolutely nothing. You do not yeah. keep up on the news. <laughs> I don't know anything at about all. it. Yeah. Definitely don't listen to me when I talk oh. about the news. <laughs> oh, we absolutely do, but it over it keeps overwriting itself like a VHS tape that you keep recording on. <laughs> I cannot keep up on all of it. Next week I will have no idea we talked about Bird Box Barcelona. <laughs> I mean, it preserves your viewing experience, so good on you. I'm like a newborn every day. Yeah. You're so hopeful for stuff that we already know. I love it. <laughs> At the same time, we hit we hit stop, and it's like this guy is so dumb. How? <laughs> no. How? Three no. years of my life. You just you just are in a different bubble, and, then and there's that's a nice. lot of news. I'm in my bubble. Yeah, there there's is so a lot much of news. news. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The news is your world. I avoid the news at all costs. Yeah. So you know we have different strengths. I just get to smile at you for your wishes and knowing which ones will come true. So every time Megan <laughs> smiles on the podcast, it's literally because I'm dumb. No. <laughs> That's a terrible You've been terrible. smiling a You're lot so today. Self- Don't lie. <laughs> You're so self-deprecating. We should just start calling you the Conan O'Brien of, uh, of horror here. Yeah. <laughs> we are equal. We, me and Conan, we're like... We are on the exact same path, me and him. Okay, before we move on, what did we watch and how did we watch it? I checked out the horror of Dolores Roach on Prime and Night Visions on YouTube. I am determined to see how a guava and cheese empanada fares with Zita. (laughs) I'm going to find one and I'll I'll report back. Okay, maybe they look better. Um, (laughs) That was a derail. But I watched the new Daughter on Prime video and Phantasm on Blu-ray. And I watched 2022's Men on Paramount Plus, as well as 2022's Pearl, also on Paramount Plus. And I'm super bummed that I missed a live uh, reading from Paul Tremblay this last weekend. Oh, no. He was in town on a book tour, and I was like, oh, I wanted to go see him. And then, you know, I have kids, so. I have kids. Oh, I'm so sorry. He'll be back. He's still writing books. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. I'm not mad at them. They're my excuse to stay at home. And not actually meet people in public. That convention in a couple of weeks is going to be tough. You can do it. Yeah, we believe. Hey, everyone. So here's the thing. Something happened. Not sure what. Probably just some sort of curse. But the second half of the audio didn't record for us. More specifically, it didn't record for me. So instead of posting 20 minutes of audio that has Xena and Megan occasionally reacting to silence, we figured we'd just run what we had and get back to the normal thing next week. I'm also sorry to say that it was the finest audio ever recorded. And no one will ever know. Bummer. So, until next week, grab some popcorn, cozy up on the couch, and watch something you love. Just make sure it's something bloody. 
Man, it's weird doing that alone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.